Welcome to Health Unchained. For episodes 35 to 42, I spoke with startups that are not actually using blockchain technology in their businesses, at least not yet. These are health technology companies that are part of the Mass Challenge Health Tech Competition or were previously involved in a startup accelerator program. On June 25, 2019, I attended the impressive 2019 Mass Challenge Health Tech Finale event in Boston where I met with these entrepreneurs and we discussed their businesses and their health industry insights. We also scratched the surface of how distributed ledger technology could potentially provide additional value to their users. I had a great time at this event and would like to thank the entire Mass Challenge staff for the awesome opportunity and their great hospitality. You're all doing great work supporting innovation in the healthcare space. I'm looking forward to seeing more blockchain technology companies in your future health tech cohorts. Mass Challenge Health Tech brings a startup-friendly approach to accelerating the impact of digital health solutions. Applications for the 2020 program will open September 2019, with finalists chosen in December. The startup competition is from January to June 2020. Startups get free office space, more than $250,000 in equity-free prizes, structured goals and milestones management process help from a thriving community, and all startup finalists are matched with corporate champions who support the entrepreneurs throughout the entire process. 2019 champions include AARP, Accenture, Boston Children's Hospital, Cerner, Cisco, Humana, Massachusetts Health Policy Commission, Microsoft, Optum Ventures, Philips HealthWorks, Sanofi, Vertex, and over a dozen more. This is such a great opportunity. I encourage you, if you believe that you have a startup in the healthcare space, you should apply to Mass Challenge Health Tech this year. And finally, one announcement uh, for my listeners. If you are new to the healthcare blockchain space, you should check out the show notes for a link to a Udemy course for non-technical healthcare professionals. Don't hesitate to sign up. There is real value in understanding blockchain's potential impact in healthcare. You can even use my special discount promo code DOGUM2019 for 75% off the regular price of the course. I truly enjoyed speaking to all the entrepreneurs at the Mass Challenge Health Tech finale, and I hope that you enjoyed my conversations too. Hey guys, can you please introduce yourselves and your organization? Sure. I'm Doug Williams. I'm Chief Product Officer at 1UP Health. Hey, this is Ishan Verma. I do engineering at 1UP Health. Guys, nice to meet you. Um, this was a great experience here at Mass Challenge Health Tech event finale. And I kind of want to understand, first of all, congratulations to you. You've won two awards, the Diamond Award and also the We Health Startup Award. So the cohort in the Mass Challenge uh, competition actually voted for you to be number one company uh, in the cohort so congratulations thank you thank you I want to know what the problem is that your company is trying to solve uh, the problem the problem that we're working to solve is making medical data available across the world easily and quickly so when you say medical data that means that can mean a lot of things. Is it coming from EMRs or can yes. you dig a little bit deeper? Into so, so specifically, um, we're focused on the medical, the clinical data. This is the data being accumulated uh, across the um, hospital systems, the caregivers, um, 
the health insurance providers. Um, uh, it's being accumulated, but today it resides at those institutions. We want to make it um, flow easily and securely. So allowing that interoperability, right? To, yes. To actually occur and not just be like a thing people say, but actually make it happen. Right. And ultimately, we're working towards data empowerment um, or patient empowerment. Um, we believe in a world, um, and, and others do as well, where uh, you have control over your medical data, you have control over your genomic data, um, and you're able to um, provide that to the people that will best help you in your healthcare and your fitness in the quality of your life. I like what you said there, where you want people to be empowered by owning their own data. I think that's a big theme, especially for me and in my world, in the blockchain space. I've talked to many entrepreneurs who are leveraging blockchain in any way to um, provide more value for their users and as well provide value to the company or ecosystem overall. So um, I just want to ask, when was your company founded? It was founded um, in 2017. Uh, it was founded um, uh, Ricky, Sahu, and Gajan at, um, they were both at Boston Children's uh, uh, under the mentorship of Ken Mandel, the head of bioinformatics. Um, previous to that, uh, Ricky had uh, worked at a startup care journey, uh, Anish Chopra, uh, who had been um, President Obama's uh, CTO uh, when he left the White House. Uh, Anish uh, helped found care journey. Ricky was his first um, engineer and saw the problems of healthcare interoperability and uh, got involved with the fire community uh, at the point where it was gaining true momentum towards um, uh, interoperability. And we since have worked um, with all the uh, constituencies of the healthcare community, particularly on the data side, the providers, uh, the health insurance companies, the payers, uh, the app developers, and with the government, uh, most notably with the Office of the National Coordinator, uh, currently headed by Don Rucker, um, and uh, CMS, uh, and HHS. And we've uh, won a number of um, uh, of awards through them. We've won a number of challenges, including a blockchain security challenge. Um, so we see the, the, the different constituencies working towards really the people that are working that really want to make healthcare interoperability um, a reality. Uh, we're seeing the momentum and we're, we're partnering with those people and uh, we're continuing the momentum, um, both with initiatives that are uh, going into effect this year as well as new initiatives that we've won uh, grants, um, uh, including a million dollar LEAP grant with Boston Children's wow. to define the world going forward over the next several years. That's amazing, a million dollars. And I know today you just won, I think, $110,000 in awards. Is that the right number? That is correct, yeah. so yes. That, so you guys have yes, some, we're some, very good, thankful. some good funding for the next uh, Without giving away months equity. and yes. years, and hopefully. Yeah. Yes. Um, I want to also know how many users do you have and how many employees at the moment? Yeah, so um, we're less than 20 employees at this time, growing fast, hiring. Um, you can uh, hello at 1UP Health if you're interested. Um, we have um, over 330 health systems connected, which represent um, amazing. to our platform, which represent thousands of hospitals and um, over 250, access to over 250 million patients, which is um, approximately 75% of the um, U.S. population, with uh, the Meaningful Use 3 regulations going into effect, 
um, that we've been a part of and that we're helping validate hospitals, we have, we're uh, hoping to get to 95% of the U.S. population. We also are working with the um, uh, CMS Medicare's um, Blue Button program where we mm. can get access to uh, 60 million um, uh, patients. Um, and the access is all regulated and authorized by the patient. It, this, these are all the all the access we're talking about. Uh, the patient is in charge. So, how do you allow the patient to be in charge of that data? What's your security or privacy mechanism? Or, or? yep. So the um, the new regulations um, we're building off the um, Office of the National Coordinators for Health IT, the ONC, uh, Meaningful Use One drove. Um, EHRs, that data that must be stored electronically. Mm -hmm. um, meaningful Use 2 drove uh, patient portals that patients can access the data. Meaningful Use 3 that we're working on that's going into effect this year uh, mandates that patients have access, they can authorize that their data um, be made freely available to authorized applications. Um, and so then we're working with the latest standards. So um, in terms of security, we're using OAuth 2, so the, um, the, it's a, um, the latest internet standards, uh, which means that uh, the data is um, uh, available, auth must be authorized uh, in a, a secure encrypted fashion. Um, we're, for us, we're storing it um, uh, securely in transit and at rest. Um, uh, we're also, the APIs are um, RESTful APIs built on JSON. So really using the re latest regulations and then all of that is then vetted um, through the um, government uh, industry partnerships. So we're working, mm -hmm. everything we do is um, in support of and um, the foundation is all the latest standards which will um, drive the interoperability that we're aiming for. How do you see the industry today when you approach new health systems trying to convince them that this um, solution that you have is worth having? What are some of the challenges that you face? Um, well, there's two things. Um, the first, which is not really a challenge, would have been a challenge. So if, if we'd done this five years ago, um, people were building solutions where they tried, they accessed the patient portals and um, um, did more of a screen scraping type of operation. What we're doing is, um, Providers are coming to us, hospital systems, and we're helping them validate that they are fulfilling the regulations of the government. So um, in that case, we're actually operating on their behalf. Mm. We provide the, the validation, the attestation that they're in compliance at no charge uh, to help us facilitate building the network, which allows us to build it and offer it at very low cost. So that part, we're in partnership. As we're building that um, network, we're also building deeper rela relations and beginning to inform them on the new regulations that are coming so that they'll be prepared. So yeah. we're working in concert with the flow of, of the regulations that are coming and working with the government to, to help design regulations that will help facilitate. So uh, our million dollar LEAP grant that we're working with Boston Children's is, um, is defining bulk bulk fire standards. So, um, meaningful use three is a patient at a time. Um, bulk fire standards is defining the standards where providers uh, will provide one data store um, built in a standardized way that they will um, provide all the informations required for uh, the clinical data and for billing for health insurance companies 
and then the health insurance companies can use that single data store, provide their patient list to access the data. Today this is done, Boston Children's for instance has hundreds of payers, health insurance companies, they have to send hundreds of flat files to these companies. Each of those companies receives data from hundreds of providers that they have to access. All of it's done um, is in a sort of semi-standardized way. Sort of and it's all in a way. Manual, and it's all kind of 20th century solutions hmm. in a 21st century world. This, and so these flat files are all moving. It's what very are, inefficient. What, are flat, what, what kind of files are they? So if you, you um, files? what they basically do is, is when Boston Children's, for instance, wants to get paid by a health insurance company, they'll send a, um, uh, like a, a file that's, um, that's got a, uh, you know, kind of a single row for every transaction that happens. I see. Um, so you can consume it, but but it's it's um, it's very inefficient. Mm -hmm. And so uh, now we'll have a single data store, and so we're building that reference app. And because that need is so heavy, we're already being asked to to then roll this out at um, very large health systems that are trying to get ahead that don't want to be sending um, hundreds and hundreds of files uh, every month, every quarter. Um, they want to put it in one place and then provide access in a modern way. So um, those are the kinds of things that will only help um, take friction out of the health system, take costs out of the health system, and then ultimately lead to more innovation. How can, how can blockchain or distributed ledger technology help or provide additional value to what you're doing now? And are you forecasting using blockchain in your company's infrastructure anytime soon? Yeah, so uh, very good question. Blockchain, as you know, has gone through the hype cycles. Sure. Um, we're, we're software engineers. Everyone at the company is a software engineer. Um, the tools available to software engineers uh, have grown astronomically over the last 20 to 30 years, driven by the fact that it's been open source. So we're building our own tools. So the, uh, it, we used to be cobbler's children where other people provided our tools, now in software, we provide our own tools. So the cloud services use open source platforms. Um, we have the best tools we've ever had. Blockchain is, we see it as just another tool. It's, it, it provides, uh, if we're trying to build a security solution, there is a role for blockchain. Um, this is separate from the cryptocurrency. It's simply a tool for security. This is relevant as we're working towards patient empowerment. So if you were to access work with an application, you authorize access to your medical records. Now you've, you're re working with that application, you've got it on your phone, and then you wanna make sure it's secure, it, that those records you can attest are your own records. And so we see the provenance of data um, being the area that blockchain is relevant to. Uh, and we worked in this area as part of our solution for the, um, uh, the HHS um, challenge that we won. So we've, we've got blockchain uh, technology available as part of an inter interoperability solution that our uh, application developers can use. Um, but the data provenance, so that you authorize that it's your data. It's not someone else taking your data, manipulating it, giving right. it back. People can attest that it's really your data, which is obviously critical and medical. So we see it as a very, very valuable tool and uh, separate from the hype. And uh, Ishan has done work. In fact, he was at a Boston um, 
a hackathon yeah, uh, built Boston around hackathon week. And why were you there, Ishan? Why was that relevant to you? And why is it relevant yeah, so to medical records? As a software engineer, I want to be informed with all the new technologies. And as you can see, we are going through. We've been through all the blockchain hype, but still there's a use case, and this is the best time when the hype has gone down. You can learn about the industry and the use cases in the healthcare industry specifically because. What's blockchain? Blockchain is the truth, you know, and you need blockchain wherever you think you cannot trust people and Boston is the source of the truth. And I think healthcare industry can benefit a lot from it. As you can, as we talked about it, the bro the provenance feature um, in the healthcare data is very useful. Like how you can tell whether your healthcare data was tempered with or not. And I think that's a really big application. And people might say you should put the entire year chart data inside the blockchain, but I don't think we are. this is the right time. We might need more work in this industry. It's like we are living in 1990s of internet and we are trying to put photos on internet, but you couldn't put photos on internet in 1990s and now you are watching VR videos, right? Yeah. So we might see that in future, but we have to keep our hopes down. And first step would be to make ear chart data interoperable and be able to get ear chart data no matter what health system you're connected to, which we are doing right now. And in future, we, you might be able to see put your data in blockchain. but. I don't think people are educated enough to even hold their it's private keys properly. Like imagine putting their EHR data and they lose their private keys. Where is your data? Health. Doctor needs your data and it's gone. Like Right. I think the private key problem is real. I think we'll have solutions for that maybe with uh, having multiple parties holding your private keys or some sort of delegated private key. Uh, but do you have a particular blockchain protocol that you find interesting? Um, you know, thinking about Ethereum or... Yeah, so I think we use Ethereum, we use the sidechain to store the provenance for, for this uh, million dollar leap grant. But we still are not sure where this industry is going and we are sitting on the sidelines, mm -hmm. gathering all the information ready to uh, use all the tools when I think they are developed properly. Very cool. A uh, final question for you guys. What's the company roadmap look like in the rest of the year, 2019 and beyond? Yeah, so... Um, two main thrusts. The, um, uh, for app developers, as the um, Meaningful Use 3 um, goes into effect, basically um, hospital systems have till the end of this year um, to attest that their health records are available um, through patient authorized access, um, and then next year penalties go into effect. So. Um, we're beginning to work with very large-scale app developers um, that can take advantage across a number of industries. So at Mass Challenge, our sponsors were Mass Mutual, um, Vertex on um, uh, biopharma side, and uh, Beth Israel. And we have initiatives going on with all of them, uh, and then similar initiatives going on across the country. Um, so basically. Um, working with people developing apps that can take advantage of this new facility where they can get access for say mass mutual can speed up their um, their underwriting process um, beth israel can look at um, uh, as people approach them at the er can they the, the patients can um, make the medical records available um, vertex uh, as it works with its patients can make um, 
can give a, a benefit to their um, uh, to their patients by seeing uh, by having their medical records be more accessible. So helping facilitate those type of applications with innovators um, like those three and, and many, many more. That's our first role. At the second time, we're rolling out, um, beginning to roll out the bulk fire infrastructures. The what? The bulk fire. Bulk where, fire. Where a provider today, as we talked about, is it can put uh, create single stores that are accessible by the health insurance companies. Um, and we're finding many, many use cases for that. And um, uh, what they can do is a provider can have its current EHR, uh, Epic, Cerner, Allscripts, Meditech, um, uh, and the uh, payers can keep their current infrastructure, but they can build this intermediate uh, infrastructure in the cloud to facilitate how they transfer data in a much more efficient way. And so uh, there are very few barriers um, to do that, it turns out, because they don't have to upgrade their current infrastructure. So we're working with very large, um, uh, with both the uh, providers, the payer side, and then very large integrators um, putting that in place. So over the next couple of years, we'll support the app developers on the patient side and support um, the uh, rollout of bulk fire um, in, in the infrastructure. And now all of a sudden, you'll have uh, structured data available and accessible in uh, 21st century ways. Doug, Ishan from 1UP Health, thank you guys so much for speaking with me today and uh, best of luck to you in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, y'all, you cyberpunk health warriors and nimble digital disruptors. Check out healthunchained.org and remember to subscribe to Health Unchained on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. Join the Health Unchained community on our Telegram group, t.me slash healthunchained. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends, your bosses, your teams, your students to listen and subscribe. Thank you.